You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking Atlanta Braves with MLB.com's Braves beat reporter, Mark Bowman. Mark, after that big, complicated, perplexing deal that I still haven't completely gotten my hands around, uh, the Braves basically held steady. Um, Did anything really tempt them? Did anything come close, or or were they basically done once they made the Oliveira deal? Well, I I think, you know, once they made that Oliveira deal, the only thing left to do, I go ahead and, and take a look and see if you can move in any of your veterans here uh, with waiver wire deals, uh, mainly uh, A.J. Brzezinski uh, or possibly Johnny Gomes if somebody wants to add some to their clubhouse there for the stretch run. But uh, that may happen during the latter part of the month. I, I think what you're seeing here on the field um, you know, is basically what you're going to see the rest of the season. Maybe we'll see an appearance from Peter Moylan uh, in September. He's a guy who's you know, obviously been a very popular figure here in Atlanta, uh, coming back from a second Tommy John, and uh, he's pitched okay here lately for, for Gwinnett. He, he just hasn't pitched back-to-back days, so he's probably more of a September edition. Um, but, you know, but, but I think, you know, what the rest of the season is, let's take a look at, at what we have for the, the future. Um, you know, obviously, Oliveira, they're hoping to get him in the lineup here within probably next week, 10 days, that they were hoping maybe – uh, here with the next uh, by the beginning of uh, next week, they would uh, he would begin a rehab ascent. Um, get him out there soon after that. They're hoping that Freddie Freeman DL spin only lasts a week. All of a sudden, you've got those two cornerstones, middle lineup cornerstones, corner infielders um, that, that you're looking forward to uh, build with. And then obviously, uh, all the young pitchers are going to continue to get a feel for what the rotation will look like. You touched on this, but specifically with Przinsky, uh, do you anticipate seeing them try to move him, or is it just a case where if somebody calls and, and really wants him, they'll they'll listen? Yeah, I think that it'll be more of a, a neat base from another team. Um, if another team calls and it, it says they would like for the stretch, run. I think I talked to AJ about this last week. I said, "Hey, look, you know, you, you're loving your time here. You know, this is you know, it's been great for you." near your family, uh, that they've been able to travel up from their Orlando home. He's been able to be close to John Hart, a guy he's known since about the age of 14 or 15. Uh, it was, you know, that they've become pretty good friends. It's, it's been a great setup for him, and I think it will be a great place for him to be next year. And, and that really leads into the main reason I was asking about Przinsky, which is that Christian Bethencourt is hitting pretty well at AAA. I, I don't know what the reviews are on his defense, but – and, and I also know that it wasn't strictly performance-based when he was sent down, but uh, what's his situation and timetable looking like? Are we, are we likely to see him in September? Is he, do they hope he's the guy next year? How does he kind of fit into all this? You know, I, and that's, a, that's a great question because we keep asking about his defense. You do see that he's hitting about, I believe he's at 295 now. I saw the last eight games. He's, he's starting to pick it up back up again. Um, offensively, yeah, he, he's He's probably doing everything he needs to do down there. It's it's his footwork behind the plate. It's his pitch calling. Uh, 
and really his effort level um, I, that, that they've called into question. And um, I don't get the sense that they're real confident that, uh, you know, he's, that, hey, look, we've got to get him up here. He's done everything he can do uh, down here, everything that we want him to do. But at the same time, my, my view of it is this. Why don't you just go ahead and bring him up and, and, and see what you have? Let him play for these last three or four, or, or at least you know, bring him up in September. Let him play for those last three or four weeks um, on a consistent basis. Because if you if you truly believed that he was your catcher of the future and you were willing to cut the cord after two weeks this season as him being your regular guy, then you know I, I think that's a little bit short-sighted. I realize that there was some frustration late last year, but. Before you go into this offseason, trying to figure out whether you want to pursue Jonathan Lucroy with a trade, Matt Weeders be it uh, free agency or, or whoever else, I think you, you, did, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to Christian Bethencourt, to let him play on a regular basis at this level to see exactly who he is or get a better feel for who he is. Let's put it that way. This team is uh... – Three and eleven in its last fourteen games. Um, you know they they held it together for a long time, and and I think we're better than a lot of people externally thought. But do you kind of see what's going on here lately as just all the sort of challenges adding up, or, or is that making too much of the just sometimes a club has a rough two weeks? You know, as as they were losing a few games there, and uh, the first few games there in Philadelphia, my you know I went back to my original thought with the Kelly. Johnson uh, on your rebate trade to the Mets. You know, hey, was it necessary? You, you went and you got two arms. You went and got uh, Whalen and John Whalen and John Gant, uh, Robert Whalen and John Gant. Two guys who, who have pitched fine in their first two starts within the Braves system. Uh, Gant has a big fastball. He was a uh, mid tier prospect there in the Mets system. Whalen is a guy with a, a nice curveball, may, may end up developing into more of a prospect as the years go on. But my thought was, was it really worth? You better. You almost have to hope that these two, one of these, one of these two guys, uh, turns out to be something for you because that that's one of those trades where you can you make a big trade for Oliveira. He's a guy who can have an impact for many years to come. You, but at the same time, it w- was this little trade needed? Uh, where, where when you get rid of Juan Uribe and Kelly Johnson, it, you know you take a step back and it takes some of the life out of the clubhouse now. You know, I've got to give them credit for their big comeback win against the Giants the other night. Now, whether that's, you know, at least they didn't die right there. Uh, you know, allow a game like that. You can see there is still some some fight in the team, uh, but at the same time, you know, you take a you, you take a look at the roster and you realize exactly what they're working with. If one guy in their bullpen right now was with on the club on the opening roster, and that's Andrew McCurian. He would have never been on the opening day roster if he wasn't a Rule 5 uh, draftee. Uh, you've got, you know, it, I think they've used, they've used 31 pitchers this year. Ten of those guys were not even in the club's big league camp. I mean, and, uh, and, and you, now you've got a starting rotation that includes three rookies. Now, obviously, uh, Whistler has, has impressed. Um, at times, Perez, I think we're starting to see that, that at best he's a, a four or five. Fulton Evich, you know, the jury's still out on him. Uh, you know, if you had to make a decision right now, I think you put him in the back back end of the bullpen, and, and he's that guy. But they're they're going to they're in, they're in a position now where they can allow him to continue to go out and and 
prove, you know, that he can be a starter. Um, you know, he's going to have to – I talked about him trying to shy away from the slider and developing a split-finger fastball. Well, at the same time, you, you better be able to spin one of those two, whether, whether it's the curveball, which has been inconsistent at times, and the slider's been pretty inconsistent as well. Um, he's going to have to uh, be able to command one of those two pitches to be successful as a starter. And one last thing before I let you go, uh, Freddie Freeman, who never missed any time for anything for years, comes back off the DL and is back on again in a matter of days. Uh, what exactly is is his situation? How long are they looking at doing without him? You know, for, from Freeman's perspective, he's hoping to be back uh, right when the um, disabled list would end. Uh, right there, uh, that would be uh, right about the maybe the, either the first or second game there when they go to Tampa here. Uh, in the middle of this month. Um, you know, I think from a team's perspective, look, it was on them. It was their decision to bring him back four or five days earlier than they originally planned. They did it the day after the Uribe and, and Kelly Johnson. You know, I know that played a part. They looked and said, oh, look, you know, we're, we're so shorthanded. Freddie's saying he's ready. Well, he played one GCL game. His legs weren't under him. His body was not ready for the daily grind. You know, can we prove that he would have uh, never pulled the oblique muscle had he, you know, gone to the, you know, gone the whole time that he was supposed to down there in Florida working out, getting his his body ready for uh, what uh, the schedule, the tough schedule that laid ahead. I, I can't guarantee you that, but I, I can tell you this: once he does pull that oblique, you have to take a step back and say, well, why did you, why did you rush him back? Yes, the wrist was fine, but he had been sidelined for five weeks. He had, you know, his legs weren't ready his you know the rest of his body wasn't ready for uh you know everything that he was going to have to do when while playing on a daily basis so i th- i can tell you this they will make sure he is completely right this time they've already sent him to orlando um so that you know as soon as he's able to do some physical activity uh whether that's just simply running to keep his legs strong um they're going to make sure that uh, that they I can tell you this: there will not be one of those where, like last time, where he calls four or five people and begs to come back, and they they relent and let him come back. All right. Well, Mark Bowman, thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks everybody for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.